Prologue. As I lie here, nearer life's end than its beginning, looking out upon the beauty of the Bush River just off the Chesapeake Bay, its borders crowded with trees iridescently bejeweled in the rust, copper, and gold leaves of fall, I wonder what you will think of what I have to say. I am writing this book to walk the walk and not just talk the talk of what I am about to share with you. I am writing it for all of you, my children, nieces, and nephews, and their children, and as importantly for any strangers, yet my brothers and sisters in humanity, that happen upon this text and recognize it for what it is, a story of the follies and wisdoms of the human condition, or at least one man's version of it. I write to encourage you to take responsibility for your happiness. If there are two counterintuitive things I've discovered in my wending journey as a man and as a psychotherapist, is that it takes great courage to be happy, and that most of us are as happy as we can stand. Years ago, my eldest daughter Keely gave me a book of questions for grandparents to express who they were for posterity. Although the idea of the book held great appeal, the structure did not. I didn't care if people knew what my favorite color was, green. It would not have conveyed the sense of me. Then, some years later, my son, Chandler, asked me what I thought it, life, was about. His work and home life were going well, and with the resulting prosperity, he was wondering, is this it? I answered something along the lines of, it's about the pursuit of happiness. But my explanation was not well thought out nor compelling to either of us. Nonetheless, it was true. I just had to build the case for it. When I started writing this book, I soon realized that I was responding to these two challenges, each of which had been stirring within me for years. Who am I, and what's it all about? However, along the way, the writing became something else, something more. As I said, a story of the human condition. It details my experiences from the gathering darkness of my early years, marked by feelings of loneliness, isolation, inferiority, and confusion, to a growing sense of fulfillment and hard-earned wisdom in my maturity. Eventually, I came to appreciate that my struggles continue to this day, and, to my surprise, that this is a good thing. It's the struggle itself that fosters a continuing sense of adventure and discovery and depth and texture to living, both within ourselves and with our others. Where I would have felt the struggle as a burden years earlier, I now understand it as life itself, a catalyst of self-discovery and self-expression and of ongoing aliveness. To my surprise, I also discovered that despite the discomfort it often entails, I would not have it any other way. So I will tell it all, the journey that has been my life, the uncertainty, the low self-esteem, the egotism, the mistakes made and then made again, the lessons learned and then forgotten, the failures and successes, the joys and heartbreak. Along the way, I hope to convey the key ingredient to a personally meaningful life. That is, striving to embrace all your thoughts and all your feelings, both the good and the bad, and then to think about them. Herein lies one of life's many paradoxes, 
Although embracing one's thoughts and feelings is essential to the pursuit of happiness, it is not easy. Indeed, the psyche actively recoils from such activity. Like any organism, it uses all kinds of tricks to distance itself and us from distress and anxiety. But the psyche is not a surgical instrument. It does not cut out and eliminate single undesired thoughts or feelings. Rather, it is a blunt instrument, which represses the capacity to think and feel in general. In other words, denial and repression are not local anesthetics, but wide-ranging ones. They numb not only the ability to feel painful feelings, such as shame, sadness, or anxiety, but the capacity to feel in general, including positive feelings, such as the joy and happiness entailed in drinking in the colors of a beautiful sunset or the varying textures of a tender kiss.